Welcome to Cash Chats with me, Andy Webb from BeCleverWithYourCash.com. This is the podcast to help you make the most from your money. In episode 71, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts of where to put your savings. Hello, great to have you all listening again, or if you're a newbie, welcome to the first episode. Um, Before I get going into today's episode, I wanted to share something with you I've only just discovered around podcasts, and that is you can make them go faster. You can listen to them at uh, one and a half speed or double speed if you want to. Uh, And I only realized this the other week, and I have been listening to all the things now at 1.5 speed, just gives me a little bit more time. Now, I do try to keep these podcasts at under half an hour, so they're not too long anyway. But if you are in a bit of a rush, why don't you try me at a slightly faster speed? I think I, I know I speak quite fast anyway. I have been told that. So I don't think double speed will work. It'll be a bit of a blur. But yeah, one and a half speed. It's great. I absolutely love this. And I've been consuming lots of different uh, money podcasts and blogging podcasts uh, this way. And I'm getting through loads, uh, loads more uh, when I'm walking around town. Uh, but right, let's get into it. So as ever on the podcast, I'd like to share with you the ways uh, that I tend to sort of save money, get more value for, for what I'm spending and uh, and things like that. And that's also what I write about over on the blog. So all that kind of stuff's over there for you to consume. Uh, but in the podcast, I'm trying to go into a little bit more detail about something. And this week it is around savings because you might have seen over the last few weeks in the news, people getting excited about these new accounts offering 1.5% interest. Now that sounds rubbish, doesn't it? 1.5%. And that is poor. It's not very good at all. It is less than the rate of inflation, which means any money uh, that is earning less than the rate of inflation is is losing its value because everything's costing more, but your savings aren't doing anything better. But because rates have been so poor for such a long time now, uh, the the financial presses in particular, they've been getting excited about this 1.5%. And one count in particular of those ones, it's called Marcus by Goldman Sachs. It's had, uh, well, probably much more than this now, but in that first week, 50,000 people signed up for it. Now, okay, so if, if interest rates are generally pretty poor, then this sounds like a good thing, doesn't it? Well, I'll look. I'll talk to you about that account, but also talk about the other options in a bit, uh, and explain to you where I think, where I personally would put my money. And again, okay, this is not financial advice. You have to kind of do your own research and work things out. But hopefully, give you a little bit of thought, a bit of guidance uh, of some of the places you could put your cash, particularly if it's just sitting in in your current account or you've got a linked savings account which isn't earning much at all. You could be getting just well, less than half a percent is possibly quite likely now. I think the average is only slightly higher than that. So you might not be getting any money. And if the money's there, you may as well be earning some interest. So I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, Before that, though, as ever, I do like to tell you a little bit about what else I've been writing about, things that I've been up to. So if you head over to becleverwithyourcash.com on the blog, you will see a couple of articles. Uh, One of them is about the savings stuff I've just spoken about. But I've also written about duty-free. Now, I went uh, away the other week I went to uh, America to a conference and in the airport, I said, I had a little look around duty-free, had a little taster of some whiskey, which is about the only other time I've really ever drink before noon, but just a you know, tiny, tiny, tiny little sample of, of whiskey. And I'm just looking at the prices and see how much they cost. Now, there's no point really is they're buying some booze uh, when you're leaving London, leaving Gatwick, uh, because unless you need to take it where you're going. But generally, if you're going somewhere, you can buy stuff at your destination. But I had a look at the prices and, and I thought, well, yeah, I know. I know from going around the supermarket uh, 
This doesn't necessarily sound like a good deal, but it's a bit complicated because you've got different size bottles. It depends where you're flying to, what the prices are. So I took some photos and then I've done some research when I've got back here. So I've sort of shared uh, the prices in duty-free for booze, but also looking at things like iPhones, uh, some chocolate, uh, some perfume, uh, exactly how they kind of work out compared to the high street or the supermarkets on those selected items and shared a few tips for you to work out whether it is worth buying something. Uh, and there are, there are, doesn't mean there are obviously ways to save money on duty free. And there are things you can get in duty free that you can't get anywhere else. So it's worth checking that out if you're likely to be uh, going to an airport anytime soon. The other article is around Sky TV. Now, if you have Sky TV, well, first of all, I think you're probably overpaying full stop. I haven't paid for Sky or Virgin or Talk Talk or BT TV in about six years now because I've used a service called Now TV. I'm a big fan of this for what it provides. The customer service when something goes wrong billing-wise has been an absolute nightmare and I think they're absolutely appalling. But that doesn't happen very often. I'm only talking you know, small little things. But as a service, it's great and you get to watch all the Sky channels for less. However, if you are still with Sky TV, you might be even overpaying even more than you could be by switching away because there are still lots of people on these legacy packages. Basically, that Sky in January, so it's, it's 10 months now since they did they made these changes, they revamped the, the bundles of channels and what they were called and how much they charged. And they actually made it a lot cheaper. So if you're a new customer since January, you would have got one of these cheaper packages. But if you've had Sky for a while now, they didn't automatically change you over. So there's a good chance that you are overpaying by... Yeah, a decent amount, depending on what channels you watch. So I've written about that. Have a look at that article and you'll find out your options of how you could possibly get that bill, your TV bill with Sky reduced. Okay, well, now let's get back to, as I said earlier, this is episode 71 of Cash Chats, where to put your savings. So I'm going to focus here on cash savings. So not putting your money into investments or into pensions or into property, which are all different things. This is about cash savings. So money you kind of want to have uh, access to, maybe a bit more surety. You don't want to risk it going up and down. It doesn't mean you should be avoiding, uh, particularly your pensions, you should be paying into your pensions and you know, investing in, in stocks and shares stuff for the long term. You know, it's been shown more often than not uh, to bring back the higher returns. I'm just going to talk about cash savings. And that's in light of these these two new accounts which are offering 1.5%. So the first one, as I mentioned, is from is Marcus. It's a new digital bank, um, but it's set up by Goldman Sachs, who obviously, if, you rec- don't, if you're not sure, you might have heard that name. Obviously, they were a big, big, big giant in, in global finance, uh, played a big part in the 2008 financial crisis, but they didn't go under like Lehman Brothers. They are still going. And they've set up this digital bank, and this essentially at the moment it is just a savings account. And you can earn 1.5% on savings up to £250,000. So it's a lot of money you can save uh, in Marcus um, and get 1.5%. Now that 1.5% includes a 0.15% bonus for the first year. Uh, so obviously after a year's time, that will go down to 1.35%. But of course, it's also it's a variable rate. It's not a fixed rate of interest. So it could go up and down any time anyway. But essentially that 1.5% is only for the for the next 12 months um, anyway. But that is the best easy access savings rate you can get right now uh, in a general savings account on that amount of money. Uh, but I'll explain where you can get higher rates, up to 5% in a second. But I'll just explain the other one as well for now. Uh, RBS, they've also launched an account that gives 1.5%. It's their savings builder. Now you can only get this if you have a current account with RBS. 
Uh, it's a full 1.5%, so there's no bonus for that first year. That's that's what you'll get. But again, it is variable. It could go up and down. Now, the two big distinctions here between the RBS one and the Marcus one. Um, the RBS one, that 1.5% is only paid on savings up to £10,000. Anything over that, you only get 0.2%, which isn't very good at all. And you think, oh, well, that's fine. You could just put 10 grand in if you've got it. If that's lovely, wouldn't it? Put that 10 grand in and just leave it there saving that money. However, you also have to put in at least 50 pounds every month uh, to, in order to get that interest. So I don't think it's a very good account at all, really. You either put in less money and then keep putting in 50 pounds every month uh, until it gets to 10K. Or if you put, yeah, I just don't think it's worth it. So I will come back to Marcus uh, savings account uh, towards the end of this podcast because it does have some uses for some people, but I do think you have got some much, much better alternatives that you can get used right now. Before we get into that, uh, I want to talk to you about the personal savings allowance because this is something that not everyone is really aware of. I still have friends and other people I know talking about putting money in an ISA because an ISA individual savings accounts, what that ISA stands for, uh, they think that is the best place to put their money because it is tax-free saving. And what that means is any interest that is earned in an ISA, you don't pay any tax on that interest. So you, the actual money you've put in, that's not getting taxed at all, that's fine. But the say is tax on interest that you're thinking about. But then a couple of years ago, this thing called the Personal Savings Allowance, or a PSA, was introduced. And this basically means that for most people, an ISA is completely irrelevant. You don't need that um, because you can now earn a thousand pounds in interest every year without paying tax. That's a lot of interest to earn. You need to have a lot of money earning a lot of interest to get that amount of money. Now, that thousand pound personal savings allowance, just to point out, that is if you are a basic rate taxpayer. That means you're paying at 20% tax on your earnings over the the first what's called a personal allowance so it's a bit confusing you've got a personal savings allowance and a personal allowance but but basically if you earn less than 46,350 pounds in a financial year then you are a basic rate taxpayer and that means you have a 1,000 pounds personal savings allowance if you earn anything over that then your earnings above that are taxed at 40 percent and you become a higher rate taxpayer now then your, uh, your personal savings allowance drops down to £500. And if you earn more than £150,000 a year, and if you do, I, you, you probably don't need to listen to the podcast, but thank you for doing so, so much, then you are moving to an additional rate taxpayer and then you don't get anything. Your personal savings allowance disappears completely. But I think most of you, you are going to be either a basic rate taxpayer or a higher rate taxpayer, which means you've got, you can earn £1,000 interest every year or you can earn £500 of interest every year. Now, with both of those, then I think your first chunk of cash, you need to be thinking about uh, how you're saving this money. Where is it coming from? Because you can get up to 5% as said before. And this is what I do. This is what I do with all my money. So uh, there are two options to talk about. First of all, I want to talk to you about if you're saving as you go along. So let's say you haven't got much right now, uh, but you are able to save every month from your salary. Now, your best bet here is something called a regular saver. This is generally you open them up for for a year, for 12 months. So if you do need to access the money in the next 12 months, they're not always the best option. 
But First Direct offer one at 5%, Nationwide offer one at 5%, HSBC offer one at 5%. Now to get all of these, you do have to be a customer with that bank, but that's nice and easy to do. And there are other benefits for, for switching to them. So don't forget about that. If you are going to switch to a different bank, make sure you get the cash bonus or whatever it might be. But each of those, you can put aside up to £300. Uh, it's different amounts for each of the banks. I know Nationwide, it's 250 First Direct, it's £300 every month. And you get 5%. So if that's what you're putting away every month from your salary up to that much, that is a fantastic way to save. And you put it away. And in 12 months time, you get all that interest at once. You can open up another regular saver. So I've been with First Direct now for, oh, I don't know, 10, no, maybe not 10 years. But I've been there for them a long time. And I've had a regular saver each year. And when it finishes, I open up a new one. Then it closes a year later and I open up a new one. And I keep cycling money through that and getting that interest. There's also a really smart little app called Chip. Now you can get up to 5% with Chip, but the starting rate, well, the starting rate is zero. The way you get a percentage rate is by referring friends. Now you can get 3% uh, just to kick you off if you use the code CLEVER3. Uh, so you go to the app, download, download the app. Uh, when you've got the referral code, put in CLEVER3 and you will start off with 3%. And then if you get two friends to join up, they'll get 1% each and you'll get up to 5%. But this is quite nice because it looks at your bank account and it automatically saves uh, what it thinks you can afford into a separate account each month. Um, but you can also top it up if you want. If you, you can up to £400 um, that you can actually put across every month. So you can put away a little bit more than you can with the regular savers. So they're nice little options uh, and you're getting 5%. That's much better than 1.5%, isn't it? It's, 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 it's so obvious. But they're things that people don't necessarily uh, think about as much, particularly uh, because of that kind of, it's a bit confusing. They think they're gonna get 5% perhaps on the whole total. So you know, 3,600 pounds is the total that's gonna be there uh, if you were first direct over 12 months and you put the full 300 pounds in, but you're obviously only putting 300 pounds in every month. So you'll get 5% in month one on 300. And then the month two, you'll get 5% on 600 and so on like that. So it's it's it accumulates, so it works out slightly you know, less than that, but it's still, they're fantastic things. I'm a big, big fan of regular savers. Now, if you've got a lump sum of cash, then you should be looking at some just normal current accounts. The top ones are Nationwide and TSB because they both offer you 5% again. Now, Nationwide, this 5% is only for one year and it's on up to two and a half thousand pounds. But I say, you know, that's that's still a, a fantastic rate and the most you can get really on a lump sum right now if you haven't got a nationwide account find a friend who has got one and get them to refer you this is a nationwide flex direct account that's the important thing to remember um, but get them to refer you they'll get 100 quid and you'll get 100 quid for switching your bank now tsb then that is five uh, percent again but only onto one and a half thousand pounds however this isn't limited to one year this will carry on well you know obviously they can change their mind at any time but at the moment this is ongoing this five percent uh, Tesco, the next one down, they offer 3% uh, and you can have two Tesco current accounts with uh, to earn that interest. So again, at £3,000 in each of those. So straight away we're seeing here, if you opened up all of these accounts, then that's £10,000 at between 3 and 5%. That's why I was saying that RBS savings account is so rubbish because you can get that you know, elsewhere. A few extra things you need to think about obviously you do have to have uh, a certain number of direct debits coming out of the out of the accounts or tesco at least you have to have i think it's three direct debits in each of them so if you have two accounts then that is six direct debits that are coming out 
And you also need to sometimes these accounts pay a certain amount of money in. So just check the terms and conditions for each of those. You can also, if you're in a couple, obviously both do the same, open up multiple accounts. And you can also, with each of those, get have joint accounts, which also earn the interest. So you can see how quickly you can boost, if you've got a decent pot of saving, you can very, very quickly get a, you know, a very, very decent return. And you do need to keep an eye on that personal savings allowance if you're doing that, uh, all those rates, because with the regular savers as well, then you might be getting closer, particularly if you're uh, f- you know only got that £500 uh, personal savings allowance because you are a higher rate taxpayer. So that, to me, is the best place to put your savings if you need access to them. Current accounts for lump sums, regular savers for money, you're going to then put aside every month as you keep adding to it. But again, as I say, there is still that is that that limit really there, isn't it? You're looking at, as I say, 10 grand if you've got the the nationwide, a TSB and two Tesco's. Uh, if you're putting some money aside into regular savers as well, then you know, a bit more than that. But if you have got more money than this, then you obviously, you know, what do you do then? Because the rates are pretty poor. And this is where potentially that Marcus by Goldman Sachs does come in because you can access that money at any time. It is an easy access account and you get one and a half percent above above all the rest of that. Now, if you're happy to lock it away for a year, there's a Shawbrook Bank has now got a new account for 2.03%. So you're getting more money over a year. Obviously, interest rates could jump up in a year time, but it's been so slow. I can't imagine that half a percent um, we're going to see that increase in, in t- within 12 months' time uh, on a normal easy access savings account. You never know. They might, they might see some sort of competition to, to, to increase things. But if you know you don't need the money, you can lock it away for a year. That's a good one to consider. But when I talked about those personal savings allowances, and I said you don't need an ISA anymore, if you do have these large sums of money that we're talking about, which means money in current accounts and regular savers is going to burst you over the personal savings allowance, particularly again at that 40% tax bracket where you've got a £500 PSA, then actually ISAs do become something worth considering. Because any interest that you earn over that personal savings allowance, you are going to get taxed at. And if you are taxed at 40%, that means every you know pound of interest you earn you've got to pay 40p to the tax man. If you are a 20% uh, rate taxpayer, you earn a pound in interest, you've got to pay 20p to the tax man. But in an ISA, then you don't. Now you can have up to 20,000 pounds each financial year in an ISA. Uh, and then the next year you can open up another one and you can keep them in there, stored there, and they will continue to earn interest tax free. So. It's worth thinking about if you've got enough money already that you're bursting through your personal or savings allowance because you are taking advantage of those 5% current accounts and those 5% regular savers and the chip app and things like this, then your next step, I would say, before the Goldman Sachs uh, Marcus account is to look at an ISA and put you know that 20K in there. And you won't get 1.5%, but because you're not getting taxed on the money in the ISA, that lower rate actually is going to be worth a lot more. So do that first of all. Now, if you're lucky enough to have even more money over the top of that, yeah, I'd say 10, 10 grand you've got in current accounts. Again, it could be more if you've got joint accounts as well. And you put another 20K into ISAs. Then, yeah, that Marcus Golden uh, by Goldman Sachs is a is a good option to look at. You know, and you can put some put some money in there and 1.5% is a lot, lot, lot better than 
anything that's less than that, isn't it? Even if it's less than inflation, at least you're getting something back. Now, it is something that you do need to consider, though, before you sort of suddenly jump into all of these different accounts. And this is, again, this is only really relevant if you've got a lot of money. But hey, you might be saving for something big, you know, saving for uh, a new home or something like that, or have a windfall that's come in through inheritance or whatever it might be. You are only protected by up to £85,000 in a single financial institution. So if there was something to go bad again, like we had with Northern Rock all those years ago, if a bank was to go under, anything savings up to £85,000 is protected. You will get that back. You will not lose that money. Anything above that, well, then you might not get it back and you probably won't. Everything I've spoken about so far, I will link to other articles or just direct links to other resources over at becleverwithyourcash.com forward slash cashchat71. Uh, you can find links for, let's say, links to articles about these accounts, links to these accounts. And I will also put a link in to somewhere which kind of lists uh, the different partnerships uh, between the banks where they count as a single financial institution. So obviously a lot went through a lot there. And again, this is what's happening right now as I record this in October 2018. If you are listening to this later on, some of those accounts might have changed. There might be new accounts which are beating these rates or some of them, the rates might have dropped who knows what's going on because we you know no crystal ball, I can't predict this stuff. Um, but again, on the blog, there will be kind of information about some of those things. And just, just check when you go through to the bank pages as well um, that what the current rates are. You know, for example, that Tesco 3%, that's only guaranteed at the moment until April 2019. Now, hopefully they'll continue that and it will carry on after that. But that's something they announced last April. They said, oh, we're going to we'll make sure 100% for 12, next 12 months, yeah, we, will, we won't change our rate of interest because lots of other banks were doing that. They were dropping their rates. So again, do make sure you, you see what you're getting and it is, is what you need. And do keep an eye on that personal savings allowance as well that you aren't going to burst through it because they say then you should be looking at things like ISAs. Now ISAs, I say, I'm not a fan of them. There's no point for them for most of us. But if you are earning you know, more than £500 or more than £1,000 in interest in a year, then they're the best, they're the next best option in most cases. That was it. I hope you enjoyed it, whether you listen to this at normal speed or one and a half speed. As ever, what would be a huge favour for me if you would leave a review over on iTunes. It really does make a difference and helps uh, other people find the podcast and listen to it. I will try and read out the ones that you leave. Here's a couple of recent ones. We had uh, Kirsty uh, said, Fab and Accessible Money Podcast. It's so lovely to have a relatable podcast that discusses so many different aspects of personal finance. It's really encouraged me to be more aware of my money and I love some of the tricks I've picked it up. Keep it up, Andy. Love it. And then we have uh, the very catchy JS179111. He said, Andy has the ability to translate every financially complex subject into very simple terms. His advice has helped me personally and has given me confidence to be proactive when searching for the best possible deals out there. I really... It does help me and help other people, but I also really love to hear what you think about it. It does make a, a make me know what I'm doing is worthwhile. And it's lovely to hear comments like that from, from Kirsty and, uh, and JS. So please do head over to iTunes or whichever platform it is that you listen to podcasts on. It does help me a huge amount. If you want to get in touch, I'm over on Twitter at Andy Clever Cash, or you can email me andy at becleverwithyourcash.com. 
If there's any topics you'd like me to cover in the blog or the podcast, that's all fantastic. Any general feedback, please do let me know. So that's it for this week. See you again soon. Cheers. Music is Easter Island by Lonely Punk and provided on a Creative Commons license.